Hello, everybody. On tonight's episode of Backseat Quarterbacks, I am joined by Steven and Greg Salina. He's got the invite back. After a putrid 7-8 and eight week, he wants a chance to pick games again. On the bright side, I went 11-4. and four. So if you followed me, you made money. Unless you followed the big bets I made, including, but not limited to, the Eagles and the 49ers. However, uh, hey, we're on a new week. A lot of bad games, a lot of good games. It'll be a fun week. This is a good podcast. I'm much less intoxicated here than I was last week, so more coherent, better takes, better points. And uh, I won't do a long intro yet again because it's kind of a long podcast. So without further ado, here is Gregory and Steven. Okay, fellas, we are back. Second week with Greg. Steven is also here. Uh, Steven is the new Benny showing up about 20 minutes late. Uh, How's that feel, Steve, being the new Benny? I, I said one second, and then I forgot what I was until he texted me again. I was like, I forgot that we were even doing this podcast. Oh, well. Thank, we got a case of the Bennies. Thank you for joining us. Uh, Greg, how are you doing? I'm good. Uh, I'm currently about 90% phlegm, so I apologize for my voice. Uh, I may need to sneeze or, uh, yeah, yeah. Kleenex is right next to me, so I apologize. But I'm happy to be here. I'm excited to make some picks and get back on track. Tell you this, if you do it unmuted, it's a $5 fine each time. So you're ready. <laughs> I will find you. Uh, okay, so we're going to jump right into it. Last week, I went a blistering 11-4. and four. I am now in the lead. I'm 49-44 and 44 on the year. That's actually good, but I'm down a lot of money. So it really means nothing in the actual what I bet, but 49-44. and 44, Steven went 7-8. and eight. Greg in his inaugural pick, 7-8. and eight. Uh, Steven, you're now 47-36. and 36. You're two games behind me. Greg, you're not going to catch up, but we get, we'll do winning percentage at the end of here. Uh, I'm going to just say one thing. I want Jalen Hurts to pay me money for what he did last week. Uh, I actually was, I was honestly thinking about DMing him and saying, Hey, I'm not even asking for the profits of this bet. Just pay me the principal. Okay. And then while you're at it, pay me the principal of the Super Bowl as well, where you threw that pick six, uh, <laughs> the Eagles are turning into my new arch nemesis, which used to be the Ravens who, as you know, I will not bet on or against. However, I like betting against them this week. And again, I'm, oh God, I just realized what the big bet's going to be when it, uh, it has the Eagles in it. Oh no. Okay. He's going to change my life. He's going to ruin my life, Jalen Hurts. Okay. Anyways, yeah, crazy results last week. Eagles go down. The the 49ers lose outright to PJ Walker. Brock Purdy looked like Brock Purdy. Uh, told you, Greg. Okay. I'm going to be honest. Last week was not my best performance. I added a lot of things out of there. I was very drunk. This week, I'm only three Modellos deep. I'm on my first Coors Light. I'm going to be on a good roll here. Uh, there will not be any drunk uh, rambles. Maybe there will be. We'll see. We'll see how long this takes. But we're going to start right away with Thursday Night Football. Fellas, the first game of the year, I will be missing. I'm going to see the premiere of Killers of the Flower Moon tomorrow. Leonardo DiCaprio, Scorsese, De Niro. Oh, believe me. I would love to see Trevor, a banged up Trevor Lawrence play Derek Carr. And uh, in the Thursday night showdown, but uh, I just can't do it. But the Saints are one and a half point favorites. This started at Jacksonville minus one. It has creeped the other way. A lot of questionability or question questions if Trevor Lawrence is playing. Their backup, CJ Beathard. Congrats for still being the league, young man. I'm going to take the Jaguars regardless because I think Trevor Lawrence does play. And I think the Saints' offense is awful, except for when they play the Patriots on short fields. So I'm taking Jacksonville. I think they're going to win this game. Uh, I mean, you're getting plus one and a half, so they can lose it and still cover, but I'm going to take them out, right? Oh, sorry. Want to mention this real quick before we even do this. 
we have agreed off podcast. We are doing a survivor pool going forward. The three of us, uh, everybody listening should know what that is. If they don't, you take one team each week. You can only take them once. If they win next week, new team, if they lose, you're out. We're doing it for money. We're doing it for $200,000 a person. Yes, we are aristocrats on this podcast. So uh, Steve, myself, and Greg are very wealthy. And one of us will have a couple hundred more thousand dollars added to our net worth, which is well in the eight to 10 figures for some of us. I'm looking at myself in the mirror. Uh, so $200,000 set play here. <laughs> the take words are not my pick for the survivor pool this week. Steven, who do you have here? I'm going to, I'm going to take the, I'm going to take the Saints. Uh, I'm just going to bet on that, <laughs> that Trevor Lawrence is not playing. Uh, this game's not London, boys. Uh, not going to be a good game for Jacksonville. So give me the Saints. I can't hate, I can't hate on the, the logic. Greg. Yeah. I, this game has so many questions. Does Jennifer Lawrence, I'm sorry, whatever that guy's name, <laughs> Trevor. Uh, I mean, his, his, his long flowing locks always confuse me. So I always think it's Jennifer and it's Trevor. Okay. Anyways, uh, the New Orleans defense is insane. I think that Trevor plays maybe, but I don't think he's going to be any good. He's going to have, uh, you know, going to be a sitting duck in the pocket. I think the Superdome is going to be rocking. Derek Carr has been awful. I don't like watching him play. He hasn't done anything to win a game. The defense will win this game though. I'm taking New Orleans. Okay, a little one on two, one on two ski here. Um, okay, I'm surprised. I think Jacksonville's a good team, even if with Lawrence banged up. But hey, can't blame it. Um, I'm just I'm looking at these games. There's so many stinky quarterback matchups. Uh, here's one of them: Sam Howell versus Tyrod Taylor. Supposedly, maybe Daniel Jones goes. Uh, the Giants are two and a half underdogs at home. I honestly have no idea which way this game goes. Sam Howell is is padding the stats of pass rushers. He is, I think I said this last week, he's on pace to get sacked 100 times. He allowed five more sacks last week. Uh, it's every game. I think he's taken 37 sacks or 36 sacks so far through six weeks. So what is it? Six, six a game. Yeah, it's absurd. This guy just loves getting sacked. Uh, I'm going to take the <laughs> Giants. I'm going to take the Giants as a home dog uh, against Washington. <laughs> I like, I like what I see with Tyrod Taylor there instead of Daniel Jones. They should have beat Buffalo. They got totally robbed in that game. Totally robbed in that last drive. The defense looked good for the first time in the year. They actually really stopped uh, Josh Allen for about three and a half quarters there. That's Josh the bully, as you call him. Uh, when he looks bad, he looks bad. And when he looks good, he looks unbelievable. And usually, like you're right, he beats down on bad teams. I think the Giants are a bad team. And he really, uh, he really looked awful for three and a half quarters in that game. And so... Uh, I don't know if the Giants are a good team, but I do think Washington's a bad team. I mean, you watch that game against Atlanta. I don't, I, mean, I know they won that game, but it was so bad. It was like Desmond Ritter tried to lose that game. So it wasn't really Washington doing anything right. So I, I don't know. This is a hard game. Go either way. Give me the points. Giants. Steve? You there, Steve? I'm going to go, I'm go with the Commanders. The commies, the commies. Is it? I saw, I saw like a like a article title like, meet in the battle of sack prone rivals. Like the the Giants have given up the second most, I think, sacks. So, uh, it's really just who you think is going to get sacked less. And 
I feel like Sam Howell's the new Jared Goff. I think this will be his good game. He had thinky, thinky game. This is a good game. Okay. Give me, give me the commies. New okay. Jared Goff, Sam Howell. Do you also agree Sam Howell might be? No comment. Part of the com- community? Okay. <laughs> He's the ally for sure. At the bare minimum. <laughs> Craig, what's your take on him? You're muted. Sorry, I was blowing Fine. my nose there. My apologies. Um, yeah, points off. Um, I I think New York is going to get a little bit of a, a boost from that game against Buffalo. I think they really, I, I don't know. I would be more apt to take New York if Tyrod Taylor was playing again. But mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys watched that game. They kept panning over to, Ty, to uh, Danny. And Danny looked like, I don't know. He's like, oh, my God. He's like. He's playing like a quarterback over there. And he might have been high. All this money. He may have been high. I don't know. Danny Dimes, Danny Dimebags, possibly. Um, That's yeah, it is. And uh, but I think that um, I think they're still trying. I think Saquon's getting back in the rhythm. Um, I don't know. Home underdog. I, I got to go with New York. Um, I think that it's going to be a really close game. It could go either way. I wouldn't be surprised if Washington wins this, but. I'll take the the one and a half. Is that what we're getting? Two and a half. Two and a half. Oh, yeah. I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah, New York. Uh, By the way, six bye teams this week. I don't know why the NFL does this. Carolina, Cincinnati, Dallas, Houston, New York, and Tennessee. So just for for what it's worth, just wanted to mention that. Okay, moving on. Another stinker. How about this for a matchup? Ritter versus Baker Mayfield. Baker had his first legitimate stinker last week against the Lions. Uh, Looked like the Baker with the Panthers. Okay. Not good, but the good news for him is Desmond Ritter is quite possibly the worst starting quarterback in the league. Really scares me. I really uh, need the Patriots to get the first pick Atlanta Desmond Ritter. Every time he throws a pick, it's right into the defender's chest. It's amazing. Honestly, it's, it's something to behold. He does not throw bad picks. Like they're not never tip balls. They're just like straight to the defense. He might be colorblind. Honestly, I'm starting, I th- I'm starting to think he might be a David Amaro out there, uh, just tossing it to the <laughs> defense. Nobody will get that. David's our good friend in Spokane. Uh, the Bucks are two-and-a-half-point favorites here. I think they cover. I just – the Falcons' offense is just so boring to watch. They take Bijan out all the time. They should just give – I understand, don't get him injured, but he should get at least 30 touches a game with, with what he does. Every time he gets the ball, it's electric. Um, he's the best rookie running back I've seen since Saquon, and they still take him out way too often. Arthur Smith is a fool. He's an idiot. He's a Nepo baby. Uh, hate them all. I hate them. I hate them all. Um, Bijan, I feel bad for him. Kyle Pitts, I feel bad for him. Drake London, I don't feel that bad for because he actually gets some targets, but I don't know what Arthur Smith is doing with that offense. And Desmond, like I said, probably the worst QB in the league. Worst starting QB in the league. He's up there. And I think Tampa can roll here. Again, I don't know how good the defense plays, just because of how Atlanta plays offense, like they're going to try to keep the ball on the ground. So I don't know how Tampa can get sacks and interceptions or whatever, but Desmond will throw one. I can tell you that he will throw one. He's liable. So give me the bucks minus two and a half. And uh, I'd be, I'm confident they win this by a touchdown. Uh, Steve. Yeah, I'm going I'm to take the bucks as well. Um, it's crazy. Bucks haven't scored in their, in the opening quarter yet. So in the last three really? games, yeah, so uh, I, think they put that. Up, I think they put up two here. Did they score in the uh, quarter in the games before the last three? Uh, just the last three. 
Uh, no, this good stuff. I was watching. I was watching the Falcons like highlights. It is heinous to watch. That team is so boring to watch. I can't. I feel bad for Atlanta fans. Yeah, it's not even Blazer like bad. It's, it's just boring. It's not even like awful. It's just ter- it's just boring. Yeah, it's like it's like high school football where they just run it and just run it, and then and then they try to do a pass play, and then uh, a junior in high school can't make that completion downfield. So uh, same offense as a high school offense. So give me the Bucks. <laughs> That's what you get when your coach is the nepo baby of the FedEx founder. You know, you don't get much. Yeah, you don't get much innovation there. By the way, UPS yeah. is better. Uh, great. <laughs> it is. Greg, FedEx is my yeah. back. <clears throat> no, shout out to UPS also. Like, what can Brown do for you? Absolutely. Yeah. I think Brown Brown can save you money. FedEx is ridiculous. I shipped something the other day with FedEx and it was like 30 bucks. It would have been 15 with UPS. It would have That's light work day. for all of us, right? We're, we're talking we're talking big money. We're talking, you know, like in the, in the hundreds of thousands. <laughs> oh, sure, sure. But I mean, when you're a rich person like we are, you worry about the small money too because you're just a tightwad. Oh, yeah, that $30 rich. should go somewhere, you know? absolutely um but yeah anyways you were talking about feeling bad for Bijan. uh i feel bad for Bijan too i feel bad for myself more than anything because i drafted Bijan with the first pick that i had i think i got him six or something and he's been like completely underutilized he's every time he gets the ball he's just like electric yeah and he does something amazing that you're like oh my god Bijan, and Bijan Mustard. and then they and then they go back to tyler algier for like 10 more carries and just go okay cool like i don't know what you're doing there arthur but um i think i'm with you guys i think tampa bay is going to win this game i don't think it's going to be a blowout it's probably going to be a really boring nfc south divisional rival or divisional game um you know it'll probably end up like 17 to 21 or something yeah in tampa bay tampa bay cover maybe by a touchdown i don't know yeah this is this has underwritten all over it too yeah it's just gonna yeah, be a slow sure. game I don't know anybody that will enjoy watching the un, over under is 37. So yeah, it's low, but I don't, I don't know if it's going to go much over that. Um, <clears throat> we're all on the bucks next game, game of the week lions at Ravens. Ravens are somehow the three, three point favorites here. Um, maybe they're expecting a stinker from Detroit. I, I love this Detroit team. I honestly think they're the third best team in the NFC. I, I still, I still have faith in the 49ers and Eagles, but after that, Probably Lions or Cowboys. So, and I'm, I'll take the Lions over the Cowboys any day of the week. Jared Goff looks great. Their offensive coordinator, Ben Johnson, is going to be the next big head coach in this league. Uh, he schemes some incredible plays week after week. And their entire offense is is just is just clicking on all c- cylinders. And that's not even talking about the defense. And the defense has probably been the better unit of football. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson not being the first pick last year by Jacksonville is such a miss. Every other team would have taken Hutchinson, and they're like, "Nah, we're gonna we're gonna take Walker." You know, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna switch it up a bit. That guy wouldn't have been a top eight pick, I don't think, if it wasn't for Jacksonville. And he's good in his own right; like he's not bad. But it's like Aiden Hutchinson looks like he's gonna be in that class of like Miles Garrett, T.J. Watt. He, he's gonna be an All Pro many times over. And the linebackers play well; they have a good secondary. I love this Lions team. I'll tell you. I cannot bet them because of what the Ravens have done to me in the past. I know if I put money on the Lions plus three, the Ravens will win this game by four points. I just know that will happen. And if I if I if I bet the Ravens money line, the Lions are blowing them out. So I'm staying away from this. I'm taking the Lions. I might I, I do I'll bet them, but I I, I, I don't want to say this publicly. I'll bet them. So uh, I I want the Lions. I'm scared to bet them. 
but I probably will. So I'm going to do the Lions plus three. I don't know. I think this should be a plus one and a half. This is getting a field goal for the push is, is pretty is pretty dramatic, especially with how these teams have been playing. The Ravens did not look good against Tennessee. And there, if Tannehill would have played that whole game, the Ravens probably still would have won because he sucks. But they didn't have to worry when Malik Willis was in there. And I, it, I don't know. I don't know. It's There's just something about Lamar that is just always questionable to me. Like, I just feel like he he's so elite when he's elite. And he's just so mediocre when he's not when he's not like clicking. And it just seems like he hasn't clicked much this year. And it's game to game with him. He has so much variance. When he's really good, he's a top five quarterback in the league. And when he's not, he's he's just it's just so mediocre and he can't he can't really do much. That game against Pittsburgh was awful. Like he was terrible. And he wasn't good against Tennessee last week. I know that's in London and but I don't know what it is. I love Lamar. I want him to be great, but just always questioning if he's great or not. Um, Steven, I'm taking the lines if you didn't hear. Just so you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Question: Is uh Aiden Hudson still in the lines? Yeah, did I mess uh, up? My beautiful soul, Aiden Hudson. Oh, your boy, yeah. Give me, <laughs> you, give me lines by a thousand. Uh, okay, I'll tell you this. I'm not even kidding. I might even buy. I might buy Aiden Hudson jersey. That's how much I love this man. Well, I'll let you know. I'll have you know that I totally forgot about that because I was blacked out in the last podcast and I listened to it all back because I had to delete a lot of things. And I deleted that part actually because of some questionable comments Greg said, not me, about Aiden oh. Hutchinson. Sorry, Greg. Don't mean to oh. point the Dude, Greg, I had to go home and just fucking start punching things after you even said anything slightly as a diss to Aiden Hutchinson. Greg, okay. what you made in the editing room? Try, try, um, you should see try, the cutting room floor, Greg. The cutting room floor has so many clips of things My you apologies. said about Aiden Hutchinson. My apologies. Yeah, I think Aiden's great. I don't know. I don't know what got cut, but. <laughs> I mean, I don't write fan fiction, uh, you know, about the guy, but um, I, I guess I'm in opposition here. I think uh, the loss of David Montgomery, I don't think he's planned. Jameer Gibbs is hurt, um, or at least questionable. Next man up, Greg. Um, yeah, true, true. I, um, I don't know. It's one of those games that obviously I have the same affliction as you do, Sterling. I never bet for or against Baltimore because it's always the wrong side. It's insane. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. And I think like you're talking about um, Lamar, I, I don't know what it is with him, but he, it seems like he's always overthinking things rather mm-hmm. than just doing things. Like he, he struggles, I think, to get into that flow state where you're just, you're performing. You've mm-hmm. worked all your life at this thing and he just overthinks it. And I don't know if that's something that he ever breaks out of, but we all see it. He's got such great potential to be one of the elites and he just never really gets there. Um, but I think he beats Detroit here. I, I think Detroit's going to have a rough game against them. Um, I think, I think Goff's going to be forced to throw the ball a little bit more than he would like to. The ground game is not going to be working. And I think that that secondary in Baltimore is going to feast. So give me Baltimore minus three. Okay. I have no, I have no qualms with that. I would just say that was all coded in your hatred for Aiden Hutchinson. That entire page. <laughs> so if, you, if you guys want to know what That's was like, you just, just imagine that, okay? Yeah. Oh, I forgot to say, yeah, this is only because I hate Aiden Hutchinson. <laughs> He's the worst. So the go pot. Baltimore. Get him on the pot. Uh, okay. Well, Please next don't. game. That's going to be the game of the week. I think. I hope. I hope it's a good game because some of these are stinkers. Here's one for you. Bills at Patriots. Um. It's in New England. I think this is has to be the most the Bills have been favored over the Patriots in 
25 years, more than that. Like it, they're eight and a half point favorites. It got higher. It got up to nine and a half. It's gone back down. I take the bills by 23. I mean, after how Josh Allen looked last week, uh, he's going to bounce back here. I will say this. It's hilarious. I'm not going to do a long Patriots diatribe here. Uh, they lost a Brian Hoyer in 2023. Mac Jones looked okay. And honestly, Devontae Parker totally screwed him on that last play that he was wide open. Mac threw probably the best ball of his career. It was like 50 yards. He beat the safety in the corner. It hit his hands and he got dropped. And the next play got sacked for a safety, which is just an emblematic thing of the Patriots season. They suck. I want them to lose this game. I want them to lose next game. I want them to lose a game after that and the game after that. And hopefully, most importantly, lose that game on Christmas Eve against the against the Denver Broncos. And if they win any of these games, I'll be sad. I want Caleb Williams. I've already started to think about buying a custom jersey, number 13. I said Caden Williams. I meant Caleb Williams. Uh, Drake May would also suffice. A number 10 Drake May jersey will also be in the works. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. The Bill, enough of that. Patriots stink. Belichick, please go. Uh, the Bills, pl- minus eight and a half in New England. The Patriots even stinks, stinks now. Like we've seen this the last two weeks since Judon and Gonzalez are off. They're still getting a little respect on that side of the ball. That's why this line is in 13. They're the, they're the Panthers. The Bills play the Panthers right now. It's 13 points. Uh, so give me the Bills. My survivor pick. That's my survivor pick of the week. I'm taking the Bills. I think they cover this. I think they blow them out. Uh, and that, that's basically all I have to say. I can I cannot. I think this line should be way higher. I actually I really should have put this in our in our tease. I don't know if this is a long teaser when you can you can explain that in a few games, Greg. I know you missed out on the last one. Uh, but but Bills minus eight and a half. My survivor pick of the week. Steve, you can also pick the same teams, by the way. Greg, uh, Greg knows this, but you can also. Are we just picking them to win for the Survivor thing or doing the spread? It's just to win for the Survivor. Oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, I'm picking them in the spread, too. Yeah, give me the Bills. This, everyone now, if they weren't calling for the death of Mac Jones, they are now. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. I thought he played good against uh, – he put through a bad pass. Yeah, but I've seen a couple of video essays pop up. People people are calling calling for next of yeah. Mac Jones. Yeah. Uh but yeah, no, give me give me the Bills. They had a stinky game. They should have lost. They for some reason did a pass interference and then then did a more egregious pass interference again. So uh give me the Bills though. That was a wonky game. Those are gonna those are gonna happen. Um do you want Bill Survivor too, or just the just the spread? No, nah, I'm not gonna pick the same. You're gonna, gonna save them. Same. Smart to save them. No, I'm gonna save the Bills. I think they. I, I think they get an easier game. I I think it gets a, you know, in division rival. I'm not taking that one. Okay. Greg. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, as you um, alluded to, we you you talked about teasers, and you and I are both in, uh, heavily invested in the teaser this week, um, and it is an official. Wong teaser. Um, now, Wong teaser, I'm going to get into some math here, boys. Okay, so get out the notepad, you know, get out the pencil, sharpen it up. A Wong teaser is where you take one team and another team, and those teams are combined into a parlay, two team parlay, but you get six points off of the normal spread. But you only want to take a home or a road dog that is 
plus 1.5 to plus 2.5. So you're pushing that line to 7.5 and 8.5. And what you're doing there is moving through the key numbers of three and seven. A lot of football games will end on three and seven. So you want to get through those numbers. The other side of that is you want to take a home favorite of minus seven and a half to minus eight and a half. And that gets you through those key numbers again, through the seven, through the three, down to two and a half or one and a half. You don't want to take, in this instance, a home, or sorry, a road favorite like Buffalo is at eight and a half. That's not a long teaser. And that's why we avoided that, Sterling. Forgive we'll me, forgive it. me, nerd. No, it's all good. It's all good. I, it is nerding off here. I, I get that. And I apologize um, for the little nerd session here. But that's what a long teaser is. It's been very profitable over time. It was made by a mathematician out of Stanford, um, whose official name is... <laughs> yeah, but he came up with that system and it's been very profitable over time. It hits about 63% of the time, but it is at minus 120. So if you bet $100, you'll only make 80 bucks, right? So, um, but anyways, back to the game in hand, Buffalo at New England plus eight and a half. Um, I think New England might be actually going into tank mode. Um, I don't think it matters too much. I think the Bills have completely owned New England in this series, regardless of venue. Um, I think the line is a lot lower than it should be, like you said, Sterling. I think it should be probably minus 13 and a half, minus 14. And they're getting a lot of disrespect because that New York Giant game where it's just one of those Bills games where you're just like, can you guys get anything going? No, we can't. We'll just barely win this game. We'll get out of here. I think there may have been some issues with the travel with London, like we were talking about last week. But Bills go big here. Josh the bully comes out, and New England just gets whomped. So Okay. Well, thanks for that science lesson, Greg. <laughs> Is this your survivor pick or no? Um, God, can I wait till the end? I'm not entirely sure. Fine, I'll wait till the end, too. Well, you already picked Buffalo. Okay, fine. I won't wait till the end. Well, you, you can word. switch. <laughs> no, you can't switch. You're locked okay, in. fine. I'm locked in. Um, <clears throat> yeah, good math math lesson there, uh, Professor Greg. Uh, yeah, you're welcome. Thanks, to MD. <laughs> so we got yeah, Professor MD, JD, Doctor, Doctor Selena. Uh, okay, we're gonna do this next game, and then take a quick break. Browns and Colts. Colts are two and a half point favorites. Or Browns are two and a half two and a half point favorites on the road at Indianapolis. Pretty wild to me because I'll tell you, uh, PJ Walker started this game, and of course they just won outright against the 49ers. I am actually taking the Browns here before I say anything else. But the doctors either completely have screwed up with Deshaun Watson, or one of three things: doctor screwed up, Deshaun is going crazy without being the ability to get massages, or he is just milking it for the money. Another double entendre right there, just so you know. Uh, <laughs> and uh hey if you, if you could if you could track um well done well done but the thing here is i don't even know if the browns are much better with Deshaun watson or pj walker like obviously uh dtr who started that game against the ravens is not the solution he was awful uh he just he just couldn't play against an nfl defense yet he might be good in the future. I don't know if he'll ever get the chance. That was that was like a probably a career-ending start. He'll be bounce around as a backup and private squad guy after that. <laughs> PJ Walker, though, competent, uh, fine starter. Doesn't really have to do much. This Browns defense is the best defense in football by I think quite a hefty margin, too. All three uh phases of the defense, 
Miles Garrett is just an absolute monster. He's climbing the rankings of defensive player of the year. Uh, the linebacking core is good, and the secondary is is really locked down as well. The Colts are without Anthony Richardson for the rest of the year. That's pretty unfortunate. They don't really get to see what they have. Look like a promising prospect. Uh, uh, Shane Sykton really did well with him, playing him like Jalen Hurts, which might be the reason the Eagles kind of look a little rusty because he was the person that controlled their offense last year. But now you have Minshew for the rest of the year. I love Minshew. I'm a Minshew truther. But against a defense like this, I think he's kind of overwhelmed. And this is where he gets a little too uh, too um, loosey-goosey with the ball. Probably has a few picks. And, um, and then Browns win this one by three. The only, the only caveat that I think could happen here is if the Colts play smart and they keep the ball on the ground for, for, the, for the predominant majority of the game, they can, keep, they can keep this close. It has to be a low-scoring game. Uh, the over-under of this one is 40. That's high. Yeah, that's really high. I think. I mean, that has to, to get forty. I think there has to be like a defensive touchdown on each side. I think this is going to be a really, really low scoring game. But uh, I'm taking the Browns to cover here. I think it could be like seventeen thirteen or something of that of, of that of that. So, uh, Stephen, what do you think? Yeah, no, I think the Browns definitely proved they were the best defense. I think last week, uh, Garmin's is playing. Doesn't matter. Uh. Give me the Browns. I think this okay. line's really enticing, actually. Uh, Greg? Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, I'm I'm with you on the Browns. I think uh, Minshew's going to be the the difference here. Uh, he's got no idea how hard Sunday's going to be. Um, they're a historic. They're a historic defense. Like they are one of the best that has ever played. I I listened to a whole thing about this recently like the only comparison is it's not the 85 bears it's actually i think the 84 bears the year right before they won mm-hmm. um i think their last championship um but yeah i think cleveland's gonna come out and just win in the trenches and you know they'll get maybe a rushing touchdown or two and it'll be a really boring slog but um yeah and i think the under hits too i think the under is automatic i don't know why it's at 40 the unders have been really uh, really profitable the last couple of weeks. I think that continues. So yeah, give me Cleveland. What'd you play, Steve? Loud ass fucking controller. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are we all on the Browns? Yeah. Good. Good explanation there, Greg. I agree. These are gonna Thanks. lose. Here's the <laughs> biggest stinker of the season thus far. I think Brian Hoyer against. I need this guy's name. I can't remember Tyson. Tyson. Bajent? <laughs> Bajent? So Tyson yeah, Bajent right. yeah. went to a college called Shepherd University. Um, that? It's in West Virginia. If you go to their if you go to their Wikipedia page, it's all sports are included. They don't have their own football page, Wikipedia. Which is insane. Now, he was amazing there. He has a career record for touchdowns in college. Uh, yeah, division played, two. And, and, all yeah, and, he played division two, but he had a fifty-five touchdown year last year, which that's nothing to scoff at. However, a deficient do a deficient two defense is not an NFL defense. Uh, I would I would be very impressed if more than a quarter percent of the population could tell you where Shepherd University is in this country. 
because I think I know a lot of colleges. I see this on TikTok all the time. They're like, where is this college? Where is this college? And I get, you know, like 85, 90% of them right usually. Like I know some obscure ones like Bowling Green and stuff, but Shepherd University, you know, I would assume that's in like Idaho. Just <laughs> I'd say Idaho there or, or a place with sheep. Uh, so this is a three-point spread. It's Brian Hoyer's getting favored by three points. That's pretty incredible. But I'm taking the Raiders to cover this. I just do not know if 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 this guy is able to win an NFL game or keep it close. Kudos to him. I don't know what the Bears are doing having this be your backup quarterback when Justin Fields plays football the way that he does. Uh, you know what it signals to me? They're trying to move on from Justin Fields just in case something bad happens to him. They're trying to. They're not trying to win games. Um, that Fields injury may be four weeks. It may be season ending. It really depends if he gets surgery. If it's surgery, it's probably eight weeks, which why bring him back then? Because you might as well just, this guy's not going to win you football games. I just don't understand how this guy could be a, a backup year one. Like this guy should be on his, the practice squad. You know, this just makes yeah. no sense to me. Uh, so I'm taking, I'm taking the Raiders here again. I can't believe th- this right here, Steve, you may not remember this, Greg, if you're, if you're a lifelong listener, you remember this, but Tim Boyle has no business being in the NFL. And he's, I think he's still on the Lions. I don't know what, I don't know who he's screwing, but he, he's on the Jets. No way. He followed, he followed Rogers to the Jets. Hey, he's on the Jets. Keep cashing checks, buddy. <laughs> he went to the pack. He's been in the league since 2018. And he hasn't, he's, he's, I don't get it. How is this possible? Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I don't get, he started three games in 2021. Three touchdowns, six picks. Yeah, um, there you go. Congrats to Tim Boyle. But yeah, okay. This is the new. This is the new Tim Boyle, but on a different level. This guy, I don't know. He has to have a rich. He has to be Arthur Smith's kid. So uh, that's that's all I'm gonna say about that. If the Raiders lose this game, you have to fire McDaniel's. You just get. You cannot lose this game to this team. So I'm gonna take the Raiders, and I'm gonna take them cover. And I don't think the Bears score more than six points. Six points is impressive. Yeah. Put me in the game. I do the same thing as this guy's about to do. Except I get hurt. Uh, okay, Steve, what you got? Yeah, give me the Raiders. I'm, I, I'm always bewildered by these certain random quarterbacks from random schools that no one's ever heard of are getting NFL shots. But like, there's certain people who are on practice squads or played D1 ball that did pretty good. Don't get a shot. But this guy from D2 is a, is the number two quarterback for Chicago. What? Yeah, <laughs> that's a whole conspiracy. But yeah, give me the Raiders. Uh, I don't. Know. This is a sticky team, sticky game. I mean, not watching this. Sorry, Chicago fans. Hope your tickets are more expensive. <laughs> Craig, I was impressed that there was a college in West Virginia. I didn't know they had those back there. Um, and Besides West Virginia. Yeah, shout out to West Virginia and all oh, that's our. That's love it. Too. Morgantown. All our, all our listeners out there. Um, but yeah, this is going to be brutal. I think Mad Max Crosby's going to sack poor little Tyson about 25 times in this game. Um, I think the only scoring by Chicago, maybe if there's like a fumble recovery and they run it back. Um, but it, God, there's going to be so many bad games this week. <laughs> I yeah, like, I you look at the lineups, you're just like, oh God, we got back a quarterback here, back a quarterback there. There's just 
uh, the, the brutality of the NFL is coming into play here very early. Um, and yeah, I don't know if Fields ever comes back, honestly. Um, and I'm okay with that. I've got him on my fantasy team too. And he's like picking against the Ravens. You just never know when he's actually going to show up. So yeah, taking Las Vegas minus three. This should be a pretty easy cover. I think Las Vegas sucks. Brian Hoyer has been in the league. I don't know, like 30 years. Like how long has he been around? Long time. Yeah, but good for him, you know. And I think he's a pretty competent quarterback. And Tyson Badgent is is you know he's some guy out of West Virginia, Virginia Division Two. So yeah. Okay, we're all good on that one. I did. God, the Bears win this one. Just wake me up when September ends. Oh, October ends. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oops, we're already through halfway through October. Speaking of October, before we go on break, anybody do anything for Halloween? You guys got got plans? I would assume not. No. Um, I think all my workmates are dressing up, and I, I I don't want to, but I might be forced into it. What do you think you're gonna so, go? With? I don't know. They keep throwing out they keep throwing out costume ideas, and I I don't know. My buddy Carson's apparently gonna be a squirrel, and they want me to be Mr. Peanut, and I just. Squirrel finds it's enough. actually it's kind of funny you know um i have a but, few ideas for you greg what's that about the rat and ratatouille okay that could be the rat <laughs> is that is that a personal shot or what uh, take it as you yeah. need okay. Okay. <laughs> what are you kidding. gonna be um uh see <laughs> i'm not gonna say because i have to fucking end of the podcast uh i don't know i haven't decided yet steven my go Sterling. If you're going to go Sterling. <laughs> <laughs> That's where Boston sports would hire shorts in the dead of winter. Uh, there you go. Birkenstocks, socks. Ah! Um, yeah. An inability to actually work out. Uh, alcoholism. Uh, oh, gambling no. addiction. <laughs> uh, oh, no. or, my, or my hat backwards. Hide my bikini oh. hairline. That's probably my outfit. I can't even hear uh, anything. My legs Steven, you so, gotta stop. This is my leg cramped so bad when I just did uh, that. What did oh, you do there? What was that? I put my leg up and my other leg cramped. Yeah, that's the uh, furthest he's, he's probably stretching to, a to, Were you trying to sit like an aristocrat there, Steven? No, I was trying to show on? that I'm wearing shorts in the winter, but also... Uh, I know what you're wearing. <laughs> I, I haven't drank any water for about three days. Um, <laughs> but okay. We'll be right back. We're taking a quick break. Okay, we have returned uh, the old spiel. Greg, 23-minute piss. Steven, 73-minute poop. This is like six hours after we started the podcast, and I was drinking beer. Uh, okay, we are back. Cardinals at Seahawks is the first game coming back out of break. Seahawks are seven-and-a-half-point favorites. What did we get them at, Greg? Uh, I think we got them at that, didn't we? I think we got them at eight. <laughs> did we? Oh, shoot. And I think the other game also, we got about one and a half and now it's two and a half, but whatever. Gosh, darn it. <laughs> you scumbag, Greg. Uh, <laughs> I fucking hate you. Uh, the Seahawks are seven and a half point favorites against Arizona. Not that it matters to this game, but Arizona has activated Kyler Murray off of injured reserve. Uh, looks like they're actually going to use him this year, which is pretty insane to me. And maybe that's because Caleb Williams said, I will not go here. And I think Cliff Kingsbury is on the USC coaching staff and is probably 
whispering sweet nothings into his ear about how bad it is over there. And he's probably like, I really don't want to go there. So looks like Arizona might try to be competitive. This is not the game, though. Hopefully, uh, as I have teased the Seahawks using the Wong theory that uh, that Greg has provided to yes, all of sir. us and are, are graced upon us with his Catholicism. Uh, we are taking we are we are taking the Seahawks. Uh, I'm taking the Seahawks seven and a half. I still think they cover this. I'm being safe with with teasing them down in divisional game. Um, I think Seahawks. I think the Seahawks bounce back. I think Geno is. He had a terrible game against uh, against Cincinnati. He really looked bad. He looked like Geno the old. There were so many plays where he held on to the ball too long. There's open guys he missed. Uh, good, lucky for him, Cincinnati is not Arizona, and that game was still close, and they could have won it at the end. So I'm really not too upset about losing that to Cincy from from a Seahawks point of view. But you want to get back on track here because. What you saw in that last game with with San Francisco, it doesn't mean the division's wide open, but I mean, if McCaffrey misses multiple weeks, um, Debo and Trent Williams got hurt in that game. I think they're going to be back, but and also the and also Purdy looked bad and human. So uh, you go you go by that. You know, this division still has a chance. Now, probably won't win it, but you want to rack up wins where you can get wins, and I think this is an easy one for them. So I'm going to take Seattle, and uh, <laughs> hey, I needed them to win by at least a field goal. That's all I'm saying. Anything else is extra, but I am taking the cover. Steven, you, you also need them to win by field goal. What's going on? <laughs> uh, I'm going to take the Sea Seahawks, too. They're going to be my survivor pick as well. Lock it in. Uh, you know, this is, I was looking at tickets. This is actually the cheapest game of the year. I think Seattle fans know this is going to be a whomping. So, you know, there's Storm Bruin. We know what's going to happen to this game. My go to this game. They're fucking knock on seventy-six dollars for a ticket for a Seahawks game. That's pretty cheap. So I'm going to Seattle. Uh, don't care who's playing. Uh, honestly, please put Kyler in. They'll lose by two touchdowns. He's not playing. Yeah. <laughs> just put him in. Just put him in. <laughs> just bring him back in. Just bring him Wait, back in. Just let him you try. Said, you said how much were tickets to this game? Seventy-six dollars. Really? That's, that's pretty sure. cheap for. That's pretty cheap for Seattle. Like that's, Greg, you give your take after after Steven's done. Talking about the cheap seats. <laughs> well, for me personally, I, I'm getting a six thousand dollars seat. So I'm gonna sit in a box with the. Uh... I'm gonna sit on one. Honestly, even club seats at the stadium right now, the most expensive seats. You can get. That's crazy. Yeah, you can get section one hundred four row J. That's the most ex- or. Uh, you can basically get box seats for two hundred bucks for this. Dang. The most expensive seats. Section 116 Row LL, which I have bought. Uh, I bought the two. I just bought them. I'm going to give them to charity. It's $21,000 for two of them. I bought them. Uh, hey, find somebody you. to give them to, Greg. Thank you. You want them? Let me see if you. Yeah, you're a nurse grad. You don't need them. Yeah. No, no, no. Tax write off. Tax write off is what I'm doing that for, by the way. <laughs> Greg, what, what do you have in this? Uh, Arizona's over. Um, they had that little flash where everybody was like, wow, these guys are surprising. You know, Dobbs is not that good. Um, and I think Seattle outplayed Cincinnati most of that game. I mean, if not for the if not for the turnovers that Gino produced, they win that game. And they had that shot at the very end. And I think Cincinnati D just came through and they got to Gino. And <clears throat> I think, unfortunately, Seattle, you know, they, they left some points on the board there. Um, I don't think they're leaving any money on the table in this one. This is going to be an easy 
10, 10 point plus cover, probably, probably at least three touchdowns, honestly. But yeah, Seattle goes big. 12s will be rocking. Um, I mean, especially if it's cheap seats like that, it's going to be loud as hell. So um, yeah, Seattle for sure. Real fans can actually go finally. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it's crazy how expensive Seattle tickets have gotten. Yeah, football tickets all around, actually, in the NFL. There's some, obviously, with stadiums that don't have fans, but Seattle is always popular. It's cheaper now than it was, um, like, two years ago or three years ago when there were real contenders. Um, yeah, we're all on Seattle. I think Seattle's a good team. Good teams take care of business, especially on a bounce back. Uh, Steelers at Rams. Rams are three-point favorites. <laughs> Excuse me, that's a fine. Uh, the 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 Steelers, to me, are an impossible team to know if they're good or not. Tomlin's obviously a fine coach. Um, but Kenny Pickett just looks like absolute for shit for like three and a half quarters and then finds George Pickens for a few plays. That's really how they get their points. Defense is obviously solid. TJ Watts, generational Hall of Fame level guy. Um, we got to start talking about the Watt brothers, like they're the Manning brothers in terms of like NFL brothers being great. Obviously the playoff success isn't there, but they're not QBs, they're pass rushers. Uh, JJ Watts sucks, by the way. Hate him. Great player, though. Look at me <laughs> out the ass. Uh, I'm going to take the Rams by three here. Rams are the surprise team for me. I think I picked them to go. I don't know what I picked them to go. I know that I had them like close to the worst record. I thought they were going to absolutely bottom out. I did not think Stafford would play this long. Um, the cup injury I thought was going to be very serious. He's back pretty quickly. Nobody could have said Puka was going to be this. The defense still is kind of eh. But you have Aaron Donald, who's lost a step, but is still a top five defensive tackle, if not if not still top three or even the best. He's a, he's great, but he's clearly not the Aaron Donald that we had in his prime. But I just don't know the Steelers team. I don't trust Kenny Pickett whatsoever. And you give me Stafford, it's at home. Not really a home game. Steelers fans travel, but still, basically a neutral field. I'll take the Rams by three points on a neutral field. So give me the Rams. We've read on a lot here, by the way, boys. Is where we disagree? Uh, no, uh, you somehow talked me into Steelers being good <laughs> at the start of this season. Uh, they're offensively challenged, uh, giving the Rams. Okay. Yeah. Hey, hey, Greg. Um, yeah, I'm here. Um, uh, Mike Tomlin, I think is unbeatable off of a buy i may be incorrect you may be able to look this up on your computer screen i don't know how to do it um without closing zoom i think he's like 12 and 5 or something off a buy um in his history i think he's been a 12 and 4 12 and 4 okay um they haven't lost since 2016 okay okay so logic would logic would stay taking pit pits two and a half point underdog it's three is the line that I have. Three. Okay. So Logic would stay take Pittsburgh here. But we all know Logic has no place in sports betting. Come on now. LA LA's gonna win this game. I don't care how many terrible towels show up in LA. Um, it's gonna be a Pittsburgh crowd, I think. I, I, they always travel everywhere for Pittsburgh. But I think Stafford's going to pick apart that secondary of the Steelers. They're not very good. LA's going to win this by seven or more. Okay. 
I thought you were, I thought you were almost about to zag there and uh, say Steelers is your is your uh, survivor pick of the week because of that. Cause I know. That right there. I was I was I was waiting for that. Uh, I, I set up <laughs> I set up the juke, man. That was a good one. Uh, Chargers at Chiefs. Chiefs are five and a half point favorites. I honestly have no clue what to think of this Chiefs team. They bore me now. They're boring. I care more about if Taylor Swift is in the stands than about what's happening on the field in Chiefs games now. I, I don't know what's happened. This is not a fun team to watch. The offense looks bad. I know they just traded back for uh, McCole Hardman, which is probably a big addition because their receivers stink um, outside of Kelsey, who's a tight end. Um, I really don't know what to think of this Chiefs team. I, I Realistically, they're going to be there in the playoffs. They're going to make it to the divisional round, probably to the conference championship. I just don't think that they can – I just don't think they have the firepower to really beat the Bills or the Dolphins. No matter how good that defense is, I just don't trust the Chiefs this year. And um, we'll see if they bite me in the ass. But th- again, I said this at the very start of the season. I've continued to say it. The 2006 Patriots, the they're staring at each other because that was the year where Brady had no receivers. They made it to the AFC Championship somehow. Um, they should have actually won that. They, they got a massive comeback from Peyton Manning, probably the best game he's played in that second half. And then they played the Bears in the Super Bowl, which... You know, maybe we get some, maybe we get some uh, 2006 vibes here with uh, the Chiefs playing Brock Purdy in the Super Bowl, huh? <laughs> <I'm just saying. laughs> but uh, <laughs> I, I don't know what to do here. I think the Chiefs win the game. I really still think five and a half is kind of high. It opened at six and a half, I think. The Chargers <clears throat> did really nothing to say like, hey, we deserve an extra a, a point or a half point, whatever it was, of more respect because of how we played against the Cowboys. Brandon Staley continues to give points up. And it's really annoying if you bet on the Chargers because they lost by three. They could have kicked a field goal there. They didn't. They go for it on fourth in the stupidest situations. He's truly the worst coach in football. And whoever is whoever the coach is next year, uh, it might be Kellen Moore. I mean, the Chargers are the prime place for Eric Bieniemy or Ben Johnson to say like, hey, I'll take a fucking pay cut to work here. Okay? Work with Justin Herbert and I'll get a raise in a couple of years because – I will. I promise you, we're gonna we're gonna make deep playoff runs with this team. Uh, I just don't get it. Andy Reid, Loki has a chance to actually be the NFL wins leader if he stays long enough in Kansas City. He's far away still from Belichick, who's far away still from um, from the old Miami Dolphins coach Shula. But you look at it; it's not it's not far fetched. He can win twelve games a year with his Chiefs team. But I don't know. I'm gonna take the Chargers to cover. I just feel like. The Chiefs will win this game, but it's going to be one of those. It's going to be a game again where Brandon Staley makes a doofus ass decision. It might work out, and they can win it outright, but it probably will not work out, and it'll leave the Chiefs in field goal range tied, and they'll and they'll kick the field goal, and they'll they'll win, not cover. That's I I don't know. I can't bet the Chargers are getting harder and harder to bet too because of Brandon Staley, just because of him and his coaching decisions. He's really an enigma. <laughs> so, Steve, what you got? Yeah, I'm gonna take the Chargers on the points. Uh, I think you're right. I think the Chiefs probably still win this game, but their de- their offense looked abysmal against Denver, whose defense is actually, you know, personnel's good, but they've been giving up a lot of points. And especially, it's not like anything changed in that game where they had to get on the field every 10 seconds because Russell Wilson can't sustain a drive to save his life. So they could not move the ball against that team. And I think the Chargers personnel is just almost as good as that as the Broncos, if not better. So uh, give me the Chargers points. I don't know if they win, but I like the points. That's a lot of points to give to a divisional game. Yeah. 
we all picked the Broncos last week and they actually should have covered. We should have. Yeah. It was close. Really well, yeah. I pick them every week, so that's really not a surprise. Well, I hope you pick them this week, Steve. I'll gain a game on you. All right, I'll gain another game on you. That's our next thing we're talking about. Uh, Greg? This is a pick them. <laughs> um, it said five and a half. Uh, yeah, five and a half. It's all right. Okay. Um, okay, so Kansas City has a normal coach. <laughs> yes. Uh, Chargers have Brandon Staley. And that's Opposite. the mismatch. That's, that's the mismatch here. I think LAC has the edge on offense. Um, Kansas City's defense is really good, though. Um, and it's a arrowhead game. Um, and five and a half, if I if I my math is correct, is two field goals basically. And I think it's going to be two field goals that Staley decides not to kick. <laughs> you know, and like just like in the game the other night against Dallas, he they would have gone into overtime if he just taken the field goal and not gone for it. And yet he always goes for it. He always gambles. He's always on some sort of analytical mission to to lose, which he he does inexplicably. I also don't know about Justin Herbert. Like he had some really bad throws in that game, um, and I think he's hurt maybe. So I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't. I don't judge him too much. I think he's mm-hmm. a good quarterback, but I, I'll take. Uh, I don't know. These Kansas City lines are still so inflated. And I hate taking five and a half. That's such a dead number. But I'll take Kansas City. I can I cannot bet on LA Chargers to cover anything. Mm-hmm. Hey, I don't mind it. I don't mind it at all. Yeah. I, I honestly I don't I, I don't feel fucking good about picking the Chargers there at all either. Steve, you feel good about that? No. The <laughs> Ravens, the Chargers are don't touch cheese. Yeah. Um okay, three games left. Oh, the game of the week is the next game. Not this game, but the next game. I guess the that's a that's a mid, yeah. that's a night game. Yeah, but... you, you said game of the week, and I think there's that's yeah, the last one, and then there's, there's the next one. Yeah, well, next next one. Yeah, Packers at Broncos is not the game of the week, but it's the game before the game of the week. Uh, the Broncos are one point underdogs at home. I don't know why it's only one point. I mean, I guess it's Jordan Love. Like Jordan Love didn't look good against the against the Raiders. Stats are still fine. Russell Wilson hasn't passed for over a hundred yards or, I mean, he might've got over a hundred yards two games ago, but he threw for like 93 yards against the, against the chiefs. I'd have been the same game, Carly to get over 200. So that's nice. Uh, that's insane. What has happened to him? Like, it looks like the game has legitimately got too fast for him. He can't process anything. He's, he's the things he used to do. Well, he's too slow to do now. Like, of like going out of the pocket and stuff. He just is slow. And he is always constantly running into sacks. His passes are a little high a lot of the time. It I don't know what's happened. He's he's went from probably a lock to the Hall of Fame to legitimately playing himself out of it. Uh, I've never seen this before. Because like even Eli Manning in the last few years, like everybody's like, well, he's old, right? They didn't really care. He won two Super Bowls, and I know Russ only has one, but like statistically, he was a top five quarterback for like eight years there. Where it's like. Yeah, you know, there's no way he's going to fall off like this. He's going to end with this amount of touchdowns, these yards. He's going to be top five in these statistical categories. I don't think he starts in a couple of weeks. And after that, I have no clue where he goes. I really don't. I mean, the Broncos are trying to lose games, so maybe they want to keep Russ in there because they also are in the the – we have a couple of tankers here, Steve. You know, I've never been in this position as a fan, so uh, I'm I'm sure we're in the same spot here. But (laughs) – 
I mean, Stidham probably gives them a better chance to win at this point. I don't, I, Wilson might be Desmond Ritter level bad. He, oh. just, he does nothing well. I guess he gets, so. I mean, he still has a good arm. That's it. But it's like, that's really it. I, I, where does he go from here? If they, they will bench him if they keep losing games. Cause I feel like you have to, you call on timeout. Let's hear it. Come on, man. I mean, how much is this? How much of this is Russell's fault? I mean, they gave up 70 points in the third week. So I understand why people would say it's okay. not. But yeah, exactly. Like, but I, I think, I think there's a major, I think there's a major discontent between him and his coach. I think his coach, um, I think Sean Payton, I don't think he likes Russell. I don't know why that is, but, you know, Sean Payton famously basically coached one guy his entire NFL career as a head coach. And Russell's a much different quarterback than Drew Brees. He loved Taysom Hill. (laughs) Sure did. As Greg was saying, he loved one quarterback. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. And, you know, maybe he needs to make a trade to get Taysom out of New Orleans and bring him over to Denver. I'm sure he's tried, but, um, but Taysom's at a pretty monstrous contract uh, somehow, some way. And I love Taysom Hill. God bless. God bless the Mormon, the Mormon machine that he is, man. Like, he's awesome. But uh, I don't know. I don't think it's all Russell's fault. I think there's a lot of issues with the scheme. I think um, I think he's been kind of left out to to hang and and he hasn't been he hasn't been adjusted into the offense at all i think it's two two coaches that are completely different back to back nathaniel hackett was the first year nathaniel was brought in to coach aaron Rodgers. that didn't happen and now you're stuck with russell wilson a guy you have no idea how to scheme for uh russell's still talented and i think he still has a few really good years left but we'll see what happens you know whether you that do? like I do, yeah, I do. I don't think don't that. I mean, I think he needs to change his game a little bit. I think it's it's predicated on him actually changing um, from trying to be this mobile guy. He's not mobile anymore to the level he was. He needs to become more of a pocket passer, and then maybe sometimes just run straight forward. Let, and, let me ask you know, though, what what if he's just old? Like, I mean, there's. Co- People use Rodgers and, of course, Brady to like act like quarterbacks now are going to be good until their mid thirties. Sure. Uh, that uh, Philip Rivers, I guess, could be used as an example too because he played always like thirty eight. He was pretty decent until that last year at the Colts. But it's like Wilson's thirty five now. He's not. It's not like he's young anymore. I just don't know where he could bounce back. Like you have this year, he's at a sixty six percent completion percentage, which is the highest in three years. And basically on par with his good good years in the in Seattle, um, but that last year in Seattle where he got hurt and hurt his thumb, he was mm, he, that's when he got got a little shaky. Last year was obviously bad. You can give that up. You can you can wash that up to like, yeah, Nate, Nate Hackett. I understand that. And then this year his stats are fine, but it's like a lot of it's just garbage time. I just don't feel like he's ever like dominating games or taking over games. And maybe I'm wrong here, but like. He played really good against against the Raiders week one. He had an 80% completion rating, but he only had 180 yards. Week two, he was bad against the commies. Three touchdowns, though, but 56% completion. The Dolphins, 70 points. That's fine. Well, are, you, are you just doing this off the dome, or are you, you got a cheat sheet? No, I'm looking, at, I'm looking at the game log. 
If I was doing written on his on his wall. (laughs) Yeah. The Dolphins a seventy point game. The Bears again. I really don't have any respect for the Bears. He played amazing that game. Seventy five percent completion, three touchdowns, took care of the ball. Uh, The Jets game. He wasn't the problem in the Jets game, but he didn't throw for two hundred yards. He was still he still didn't throw that much. And then against the Chiefs, he sucked. But yeah, he's had one real big stinker. So it might not be his fault. I just don't know. Like, I, I mean, at one po- at what point when you're one in how many losses do you need before you make a QB change for all these teams, right? Like for the Panthers, how long until you're not with Bryce Young anymore? Like, are you gonna just bench him because you know, like, we're just throwing him out there and he's gonna get he's gonna get beat down? Like, why are we even doing this with uh, with Mac Jones? It's like, what are we doing? How many? Like, we see where we are. Why not just throw in somebody new? And I'm fine, but it's like with Wilson. You you paid five million a year for Stidham to be your backup. It's not Wilson's fault. I agree with you. I just don't know where he goes from here because this is probably his last year starting in Denver, and he's not going to be a backup there. But what team trades from? You know, New England. Kill me now. I hope so. You'd be, you'd, you'd be lucky to have Russell Wilson in New England. Yeah, right now, my man. If Russell Wilson came to New England, they might win some games. This podcast would be over. Oh no. Just, I- I don't know that anybody could run that offense quite like Mac Jones does, man. It's my insane. dream. I'm going to fall asleep tonight thinking of Caleb Williams playing for the Broncos and Russell Wilson playing for the Patriots. Do you guys, okay, first of all, I'll give you we're, guys on, a bit of, we're on a bit of an aside here. Do you think Caleb Williams is actually like the second coming? Because I don't, I don't know that I buy it. I think Caleb Williams is the best quarterback prospect of all time. Okay. Like genuinely. I, it's, I just, it's interesting what happens when he gets pressured, though. I don't know that I see it quite like that. But anyways, this is all conjecture. We're getting way off the beat path I mean, here. if we're doing that, but really, if we're doing that, the best QBs probably ever uh, outside of Peyton Manning and John Elway are the 10th pick in Mahomes, Brady. I don't know where Marino went, but it's like all these guys, like it's all it's all random, you know? These, it's really it's you can't predict who's going to be great or not. I think prospect wise, he's at a level where it's almost can miss. He has a he has an okay. incredible arm, goes off balance, but yeah. We've I never had that. a we've never had a can't miss prospect that didn't miss though, right? Like, I think he's in the I think he's in the realm though. People would say he's in the realm of John Elway, Peyton Manning, Andrew Luck, Trevor Lawrence. Okay, he's a future. Okay. The, there's one that comes every like three or four years. That I don't know what they missed. You know. What? Uh, Give me Caleb Williams is a Patriot. Oh my God. I will be betting on them every single game for the rest of my life. Uh, okay. We're going to do, we're going to finish this right. We're going to do the Packers. I'm taking the Packers to win this game. Uh, and honestly, if the Broncos win, good for them. That'd be good. Uh, I'm taking the Broncos. And every time I pick them, they generally lose. So hope that continues. <laughs> pick them in a window. <laughs> <laughs> I really am rooting hard for the Broncos, the Panthers, the Bears. And I don't know another team. I need to figure. Jordan out Love did look stinky, but Jordan Love, I need you to be on your A game this game, okay, bud? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Greg, um, I don't know who in the right mind is picking Denver, other than a hardcore fan. Shout out to you, Steven. I respect it. Um, As a hardcore but... fan, I actually wanted to lose, but I'm going to pick them. I've never picked against them in this podcast, and I never will. I respect that, man. Like, God bless it. Um, but yeah, I think Denver's going to lose this. Um, Hell yeah, Greg. You tell them. <laughs> <laughs> That's my analysis. Like, really, it just stops there. I think they're going to lose um, because they're not good. Uh, I think Russell Wilson's amazing, by the way. 
I think he's just not being schemed for properly. I think you guys got a bargain on him at, at $355 million a year or whatever you guys paid. I give him um, a billion to leave. Yeah, it's probably a bargain, honestly. You but, had 1% uh, of your net worth, Steve? Really, for him to get out of there? Is yeah, that only 1%? I, I called up the Waltons and I said, just give him a billion to leave. <laughs> your well, honestly... If there is any like justice here, it is seeing like heirs to the the Walmart fortune like suffer through, you know, watching this catastrophe that they purchased. Um, it's like a bad used car. It's like, God, Denver's just been bad for so long. Anyways, um, I don't know. Aaron Jones is back in this one. Green Bay's coming off a bye. I think they're going to be fresh. Lafleur should have a good plan. I don't think it even matters if you have a plan against Denver. Honestly, like you just kind of show up in their house and it's over. So yeah, Green Bay by like 10. Let's hope not, but I agree. <laughs> Dolph, best game of the week. Uh, Dolphins at Eagles. Eagles are two and a half point favorites at home. Um, can't say enough bad things about Jalen Hurts for what he did to my pocketbook last week. In fact, Let's just say he took from me what Steven would pay Russell Wilson to leave the Broncos, about a billion dollars. Yeah. Yeah, he's so, a jerk. With a B. Uh, capital. Yeah, capital B. Um, that was the worst game of Hertz's career. He looked awful. I don't even know how that happened. I really don't. And so a lot of people think there could be a bounce-back game here. I'm sure he will play better than he played against uh, against the Jets. But – I don't know if it's good enough to beat the Dolphins and to give them to basically say you have to win by three uh, to win the bet. I really don't understand how that's possible. This is the other side of our Wong teaser. Uh, <laughs> the Dolphins. So you're basically teasing the Dolphins up to eight and a half or yeah, eight and a half, but we didn't get seven that. and a half is what seven. we got. Yeah. Okay. So that's great for us. Piece of shit. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I'm going to, I'm going to say the Dolphins win this outright. I think their offense <laughs> at one point will be slowed down when it's colder. Um, I just don't see how it can continue to do this. They're setting records. This is greatest show on turf 2.0. Um, really, I think the best team in football. They had that one hiccup against uh, against the Bills where they played bad, and Buffalo just really uh, took advantage of it. But outside of that, I mean, their other worst game was against New England where they had no chance to lose. They were up that game the entire game. And they just kind of coasted and let them back into the game, which is incredible that New England even scored that many points. But I'm going to say this. Miami's baseline, I think, most games is about to be 28 points, 28 to 30 points. I think the Eagles can win that game, but if they do, it's at most by three, so technically they cover. But I I just think it's going to be a, a really close game. Um, the Dolphins would easily take this. I think they went out right. Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle. Raheem Mostert, Mike McDaniel. What a gym. And uh, two attack of Iola are going to take advantage of this. And they are going to win this game outright. And they're going to put their stamp on the season. And maybe they're peaking too early, but they're peaking. Give me the Dolphins. Steven, we have Greg doing sign language over there. Oh, dang signs, dude. Uh, I'm going to take the Eagles. <laughs> what? Okay. How dare you? Eagles fly. Oh now? god. Uh, I don't know. You ever heard of this guy named AJ Brown? 
Jalen Hurts, uh, the other Kelsey brother. <laughs> the center? Uh, hey, guess what? Is Lane Johnson guess what, guess what city is absolutely fucking rocking right now? It's fucking Philadelphia. The energy in that city is bewildering to behold. It's going to carry over into this Eagles game. And guess what, Phillies? Dolphins fans don't exist. Don't even tell me they do. Uh, the Eagles are going to win. By 100. I don't even remember what the line was, but give me the Eagles. This is going to be a blowout. Bounce back wow. game. The Dolphins are frauds. She was drinking. The Dolphins are fraudulent. I don't believe in this team at all. The Eagles are legit. Give me the Eagles. I think Steve's picked the Dolphins every game this year. <laughs> <laughs> that <would> makes sense. <laughs> Steven, we have we have so much money on this game. Please, please pick, please pick Miami. Guess what I said last week? I don't think the 49ers would lose until at least week 12, and they immediately lost that week. So. <laughs> okay, you could split the difference and say, hey. Eagles win. You picked Denver Rams. over over the Broncos or over the over the Dolphins yeah. actually. Yeah, you picked Denver to cover against the Dolphins. As yeah, <laughs> it's a good thing we don't do. It's a good thing we don't do total spread. I might have been screwed by that Jesus one. Jesus Christ, <laughs> that would ended your season. If I was realistic, though, I would have picked. I would have picked the Dolphins. Yeah, uh, that game, but I, I I refuse. And the Eagles are my second favorite team. Big Philly, big Philly guy. So oh, yeah. give me the Eagles. Yeah. Go Phillies. I want the Phillies. Uh, Greg, talk some sense to this motherfucker. Oh, gosh, Steven. Yeah, let me hear about your equations, nerd. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Um, you know, I don't think either of you have mentioned Quintores Lopez Jones. Is that you know a that that is? Equation? Huh? Is that a new equation? Why? It's no, it's not, it's, it sounds like an equation. It sounds is that like an actor in Breaking Bad. <laughs> Quintoris, Quintoris Lopez Jones, also more commonly known as Julio Jones. He was just signed to the practice squad of your beloved Philadelphia Eagles, Stephen. Um, uh... It's not going to matter, though, because you know what? You got the best offense in the AFC coming into town. And I think the Eagles are disjointed. I think that offense is running like some sort of like, I, I, don't, I don't even know how to describe it. It's just not working. It's like an engine that has not enough oil in it. It's just not, it's not fluid. It's not, it's not going. It's not, the transmission's all jacked up and it's, it's urchy and jerky and, um, I just don't believe that uh, I don't think they're going to figure it out quite yet. I think they've still got a few weeks. I think they're good enough, but the defense is not as good as it used to be. I think they've got a couple injuries coming up. Um, and Miami has a historically exceptional offense and McDaniel. I mean, it's just, it's amazing. Like what the schemes that he's coming up with for Tyreek and Waddle and Mostert, I don't know. Genius. I, I think, yeah, it's amazing. I love watching this team. They're they're really the only team that's very much fun to watch right now. Um, and I think you push aside. Okay, first of all, Miami has not played a lot of great teams, and the great team that they played, Buffalo, they got killed by. Whoa, they, they played New England, my friend. That's how they sure. played New England, sure, and that was closer than it should have been. But um, I I think. Uh, I think Philadelphia is going to have a tough time keeping up here. 
Um, I know they have the better offense, but I think Philadelphia will not be able to put up enough points um, in this spot. And then the other thing is you've got like, you guys remember when, when Jalen Hurts got pulled in the national championship game and Tua got put in? Do you guys remember this? Ooh, you know who was sitting, okay. in, who was sitting in the woodworks then also, by the way, a guy by the name of McCorkle, Mac Jones, by the way. Yeah, that's true. That's um, awesome. Yeah, but I think I think Tua's going to go up. I think Tua's going to go up to Philadelphia with something to prove. And he's going to say, you know why you were pulled out of the game? Because I'm Tua. And I'm going to take this over. And I'm going to be dick like that. Yeah, well, actually, I think Tua's probably a pretty nice guy. He's so yeah. Boring, if right? I like, if I, I just say it, he's he's probably actually the nicest dude in the world. <laughs> he probably is. Pre-game he's handshake. Probably... What's up, man? Nice to see you. By the oh, way, yeah. he's he's probably way nicer. He's probably way nicer than Jalen. Jalen seems like kind of a I don't know. Um, but yeah, he I seems think like was... he seems good. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, who who I don't know if these guys are nice or not. I'm sure they're all great people. But um, anyways, I think Miami's I gonna. Yeah, I think Miami's going to win this game. I, I think it'll be a great game. I think it'll be close. It'll probably be a field goal, maybe less. But um, I hope that I hope that whatever number it is, Miami doesn't lose by more than seven points. Right, Sterling? If Miami loses by more than seven points, I will no longer be an aristocrat. <laughs> <laughs> um, just a side note, you spoke about that Alabama game. I saw this today on Instagram, and I just want to read this. This is a aside. The 2017 Alabama team, that's the year Tua came in. Listen to this roster. I'm just going to name, I'll just name what's listed here. Jalen Hurts, Tua, Mac Jones, Najee Harris, Josh Jacobs, Brian Robinson, Damian Harris, Devontae Smith, Calvin Ridley, Jerry Judy, Henry Ruggs. Uh, yeah, bad guy. Irv Smith. And then there's a ton of offensive linemen. So Jonah Williams, Jedrick Will, uh, Willis, Quinn and, uh, the defense line, Quinn and Williams, De'Aaron Payne, um Rashad Evans, Trayvon Diggs, Minka Fitzpatrick. It's right. it's that's insane. That's insane. I bet there's even like there's more people names. There's, less... there's some names there that I was like that no, I mean even ones that aren't even like on there, like guys that aren't big names but are actually like really good NFL players, just like may not in great teams or just not big names. Yeah, no, no, for sure. Most ask ask like a normal NFL fan to name like five safeties if i couldn't yeah two of them would be there um <laughs> no it's 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 absurd the town that they had there at that time that i don't know that's just crazy so um i agree with you steve or with you not with you steve fuck you i agree with you greg i think two is gonna go over there shake jalen hurt's hand look him in the eyes and say hey punk i took your fucking job okay and yeah. then i no i don't think that's what you say he'd probably say my howl bitch and then he <laughs> oh, could say that he could say both things but probably <laughs> you're probably right. Uh, Tua seems like honestly the nicest guy in sports. When he threatened Ryan Clark, he said, "Hey, listen, your buddy." When you say it like that, that means you are very nice, but you also mean yeah. business. Yeah, you don't say you, buddy; you say bitch. Yeah. If you're a dickhead, yeah, he would say that. If someone said that to me, I'd be scared. I'm like, they know how to handle it's the shit out of me. It's the yeah, shit yeah, yeah. Somebody said, cursing at me. "Watch yourself." That that is that means that's, I'm yeah, about to get my I, ass. Bro. I like, need to watch myself. <laughs> I said that to Greg all the time. He he cowers away like a little kitten. Uh, True. I don't okay. think anyone has ever felt that way. Not really. Uh, oh, oh, put those guns away. Oh, yeah. Second God. Amendment. Yeah, I'm pro Second Amendment. Uh, 49ers. <laughs> yeah, I just pulled out the Raiders. 
49ers at the Vikings is our Smith. Our, is our, yeah, Smith and Wilson, baby, is our uh, Monday night football game. The Vikings are seven point underdogs at home. I'm going to just say this Kirk Cousins credited Creed for the reason his team has been successful. And that makes me want to gamble on him because, as you know, I'm one of the biggest Creed fans under the age of 40 this country has ever seen. Uh, I honestly, and I'm not even kidding you. I took a long and hard look at the Creed cruise tickets. They're going on a couple, they're going on a two weekend cruise and uh, they have, there's two of them in, uh, in April. The first one's with three doors down. Second oh. one's with Daughtry. And uh, oh my I looked God. at it badly. And I the really. The worst dads are going to eat like it's an era store with that, with that cruise. Well, the only problem was I was thinking the crowd around me and how, uh, how much I'll hate it if I win. So I, uh, I unfortunately turned it down and both, both weekends are sold out. Now, if they go on a, if they go on a tour, Greg, I'm going to it. So if they go to a real <laughs> tour, uh, I will come with you, but we I'm not going on a cruise. Yeah, I know. Uh, Vikings are seven point favorites. It really makes me want to take them because of that. However, wait, 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 you got that wrong. Vikings are seven point underdogs. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I'd be like, give me the, give me the 49ers. Give me the 49ers. <laughs> Yeah, I'll take the – oh, my God, actually. Seven points is a lot, but there's no Justin Jefferson. That's huge. Um, looks like Debo's definitely going to play. McCaffrey might. I don't think McCaffrey's going to play, but if Debo plays, the running game's fine. Um, hopefully, maybe he actually gets fucking used one of these games, you know? I have him in fantasy. He's just stinking it up for me. So, hey, McCaffrey, please stay out for a while. Let's have Debo run the Brock. Uh, so, I'm going to take the 49ers. Brock Purdy had his first really, really bad game, and, you know – I, I, I credit that to really the Browns defense. There's really nothing more. I just I kind of said that last week. I was like, this Brown team, this Browns defense is is legitimate. And I want to see Purdy play good against a good defense for before I like anoint him as, as a real guy that can win a Super Bowl. He's still gonna win the Super Bowl because the team is so elite. But all it takes is one or two of those guys to go down. And and once he lost him, you know, you, you saw like a couple of inefficiencies come out. So you have Debo back. I think he's gonna be fine. Hopefully, and it seems like McCaffrey's injury isn't isn't that serious, so probably no IR, probably will miss this week, probably be back next. Um, I'm going to take the 49ers here. It's a big bounce back. Minnesota, primetime Kirk, even with the power of Creed, it does not compel me. Uh, I'm going to take the 49ers to, to cover here and and win the game. Uh, probably, it's going to be close. I could see, I mean, we saw the Vikings where they play the Chiefs, right? You're always You're always risking the back door with Kirk, so seven's a good line. Six and a half would be better. Six would be perfect. But uh, if it was anything over this, I'd be scared about it. But uh, yeah, 49ers minus seven. I'm good with it. Uh, Steven? Yeah, I'm almost not even worried about Justin Jefferson being out since they don't even throw him the fucking ball anyways. So, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> uh, give me, you know, give me the Vikings. Ooh. Give me a plus. Give me that plus seven. This guy, uh, Steve, is just trying to tank his season picking Broncos, Eagles, Vikings last three games. <laughs> yeah, give me give me the Vikings. Let's we'll see if I can squeak one out here. <laughs> uh, I, and I'm going to call it to it. This line is going to end up exactly on a push on seven. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised. That This seems like a very pushable line. No reason, because they don't throw the ball just Jefferson anyway, so who cares if he's out? How about this? How about this happens? 49ers are up 14. You know the old go for two each time? Oh, I get six. That comes into play. Oh, that's what's going to happen, too. So it ends up being money on it. 
Oh yeah. You know, that's going to happen. Somebody puts like, somebody puts like $25,000 on the 49ers or the Vikings. And it comes down to that. I will tell you this. They don't get that. That coach would be on my hit list. If I put that much money on it, I'd be begging for the push, but if they get it, Oh, I'm buying them a bottle of uh, Dom Perignon. How about that? For your aristocrats out there. Uh, Greg? Well, uh, I wanted to mention um, the other day we were out at the casino and you were talking about the LA Chargers fan that was freaking out like on every play that they kept painting to. Yeah, that 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 plant. Yeah, I know, but I don't think she was a plant. There's a new theory yeah. that she she actually is a uh, she's a season ticket holder. You know what's and... funny about that too is if she wasn't a woman, I doubt this would be talked about at all. Oh no, nobody would care. Nobody would. Yeah, care. yeah, no one care. But uh, you know, sexist. But here <laughs> we are. Fans gotta come here we are. <laughs> we're in the patriarchy. Like we're part. <laughs> Wait, so she's a she's a season ticket holder. She's a real person. She's a she's a season ticket holder for the LA Chargers and. There is another pet theory beyond the season ticket holding that she had like a hundred grand on the game because she was sitting in a box that's not cheap. You know, we're talking like 10 grand, 20 grand, it's LA money, right? So anyways, there was there was a thought that she had like several bands on this game and was living and dying that cash. And that makes sense. We should, do have we have makes... a name yet? Do we know who she is yet? Do we on the Pat McAfee show? Oh, was it? Yeah, she, that's, yeah, that's she was. Trilling's I didn't. Favorite. I didn't watch it because like Jimmy Fallon of stand. sports media. Yeah, fucking <laughs> James Corden, the James Corden of sports media. Yeah, no, thank you. He's the you reason why I, I can't watch college football now. <laughs> yeah, college game is dead to me. Anyways, I think before, so before it's too late. Yeah, but besides the we... point. Sorry, sorry about that, Greg. Uh, if she had a hundred thousand dollars on the game, I respect everything she did. Honestly, Hell yeah. the more of the money, the more I respect her. And I would be the same way. You should see, you should have seen me when Jalen hurts through that third pick against the Jets. My reaction, it was visceral. It was I did see you. I was, I was at the bar with you. Greg was with me. And I was like, oh, no. Yeah, I, I've, I've been to, well, at a bar with Sterling where he is. You were at the same amount of money. Were you at the infamous Super Bowl against the, against the Seahawks? Uh huh. I you was. Yeah, you were there. Yeah, that's the greatest day of my life. Yeah. Well, there was actually there was an audible gasp from oh, the entire. Oh no, I wasn't at that one. No, say say Greg. Oh, there was like an audible gasp from the entire the entire gallery at pools when when Jalen threw that pick, and it was like, oh, like oh, you guys were at pools. Oh, we were yeah, at pools, no. and there was like clearly everybody had some sort of Dude. teaser line with. Pools is full of the degenerates of Spokane who actually bet oh, on all the games. Nice. That's why we're there, my man. Okay. I mean, that's why. I, that's the only time I've been there. <laughs> I didn't speak for 15 minutes after they lost that game. Yeah, no, you were pretty quiet. Like you were comatose. It was. Sad. I think it was. I think it was two years ago. Uh, I think the Pats were playing like the Packers, and like the Pats, like the and the whole bar was full of Packers fans. Sterling didn't say anything the entire game, and then when like they someone Aaron Rodgers threw a pick or something, and then Sterling was like, "Yeah, let's go." <laughs> like, just, said nothing the whole game and then, yeah. and then and then he went around and shook everyone's hand and said sorry about that oh god i have a story last year i was in seattle for like a week and it was the saints bucks monday night football game and i was at a bar in, in columbia city and everyone there was a saints fan and i was wearing like a i don't even think i was wearing a bucks jersey but everybody was talking shit about brady 
And then th- that's the game where he threw like the last second touchdown to Kate Otten. And I had so much money on the Bucks. And when he did that, I like stood up. I was like, let's fucking go. Because I was with Luke and everybody's like, what the fuck? And they were all talking shit to me. And I was like, I was like, hey, 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 hey. listen, <laughs> that's why he's the GOAT. And, I, and then everybody was respectful <laughs> to me. This Saints fan, uh, she was this older black lady. She like bought me a shot. She's like, you're a good man. I was like, hey, thank you. Because I was respectful. I'm not a douchebag when my team wins. I don't talk shit to other people. If they talk shit to me, then I talk shit. But it's like, if people are just talking shit, they can talk shit. But if it's to me, I'll talk shit back. But everybody's respectful. The same thing with that Packers game. Same thing, honestly, in most times. But if people start talking shit to me, then I'll talk shit. But when Jalen Hurts threw that pick, let me tell you, that was a pain that I haven't felt for, honestly, about a year. And that, that when, it, the, when I felt that pain, it was when... The Bucks lost to the Ravens. I didn't feel that pain when <laughs> I did not feel that pain when they lost to the Cowboys. That game was over at the start, but that Ravens loss hurt deep down. Also, when the Patriots lost to the Bears last year, I felt that pain. Yeah, I was there for that too. Yeah. Yeah. I just <laughs> got into what was that Perry Street? And you had yeah. a ton of money on the <laughs> Oh, and I asked everybody, should I hedge this? Should I hedge this? Oh, oh, there's uh, no way. I had them in a asked, team. No, I know you asked me, and I said no. And then Mac Jones oh. got pulled. They brought in Zappy. Zappy showed a little life. I thought there was a chance that that was the worst. That was the last game the Bears won before this season. Yep. So you you riddle me that. Okay. You riddle me that. Just just no. It was a terrible day. Uh, okay. So you have the Vikings, Steve. Greg, you're picking the Niners. Oh, I'm all over the Niners. Niners are my survivor pick. This is not even going to be close. It's primetime Kirk. Oh God! I can't wait to watch the San Francisco defense against against Kirk Cousins. Uh, yeah, they're gonna yeah. be feet. Oh, uh, he's gonna be feet. Yeah, he's gonna get sacked. Oh fuck! I forgot like, this is prime time too. Fuck. Oh yeah, you might want to. You can still change this. <laughs> no, we can't. It's locked no, in. Once you say it, it's no, locked I can't. In. Once you say it, it's locked in. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Anyway, different this factors is my sur- don't change things. This is my yeah. survivor pick. Like I'm, I, I, I'm not gonna pick this in my real survivor. I still have two left um and i think probably both will be on seattle maybe las vegas might be a pick too i don't know i love the Raiders. Um, that's one where you can i love the raiders too i love the raiders too um i gotta put my life raiders yeah i mean go put half your net worth your like half billion or whatever you are steven you're you know you're an aristocrat like us so he's like um, that's that's a when we talk net worth I'm sorry. I need to. I need to quantify this. We're not actually yeah. including assets. We're just taking solid cash. That's yeah, just straight what I can go spend at a dealership. Oh, right sure. Now. Yeah, I assume it's a half billion. Easy, right? Like no, it, no. We're saying like our actual net worth. We're not including our assets. We're just saying straight up cash in the bank. These are not even in stocks. It's just straight cash. I have it under a bed. I have it at a bank. I actually fund the bank. You do too, Greg. I know. I know you. I don't know what you're talking about. Nah, you coy motherfucker. Okay, fellas. Uh, so we picked all the games. Our survivor picks this week. I have the Bills. Steven has the Seahawks. And Greg waited till the very end to pick the 49ers. So we'll see what happens uh, going forward. I'll tell you this. I like this week. This week's stinky, but I like it. Especially a couple of games. Especially, especially the long teaser that Greg is so beautifully... Yes eloquated to uh to our fandom so hey i hope you enjoyed this as you can tell i am not as drunk as i was last time however if we recorded this a little bit later that might be a different story i'm drinking some boots tonight baby so okay greg steve 
Love you both. And we will be back next week. And we'll see how we did. And uh, I'll tell you this. I'm going to just be honest with you. If the Dolphins and if, if the Dolphins and Seahawks do not hit this bet, I might be announcing my retirement. Brief. But I might be... I'm, I might be I might be stepping aside for a while from from gambling. You know, I might be taking a leave of absence for a little while. Realistically, that's not true. I'll be right back. But uh <laughs> said I was gonna stop gambling after the Eagles. Look at what I'm doing now. So okay. Uh good talking, fellas. And we will be back uh next week. See ya.